morning, podcasters. How are you all doing out there in indie pod land? I'm Super Joe Pardo, and we're here today for a Wisdom Wednesday. All oh, the dancing is gone. I'm going to have to play the music again. Uh, the, uh, we're here for a Wisdom Wednesday, where I will uh, be walking through uh, some this day, this, this day, some digital promotion uh, for strategies for your podcast with our guests that are here uh, in the green room at the moment. Hey, what's going on, Facebook user? Uh, I, I'm not sure which Facebook user that is. They, uh, If you could go to streamyard.com slash Facebook, then we could identify you. Uh, this episode of the IndiePod show is brought to you by the IndiePod University uh, if you want to learn to launch, grow, and monetize your podcast, go over to IndiePodU.com today and check out what we have to offer. There's over 150 hours of video content there, video resources for your growing your podcast. We do uh, group coaching sessions. We do uh, workshops. We have You have access to all the past uh, MapCon, Icon events. Oh, hey, what's up, Vivek? Um you know all of that in there for you, and a commu- and a private community for you to really hone in your podcast uh, strategy and grow your show. So, anyway, today on Wisdom Wednesday, we're talking about uh, digital promotions uh, for you know what you could do better with your podcast promotion. So, I'm going to bring in our uh, our victims for today. Hey, Johnny, how you doing? Good to see you there. Our victims for today, Amanda and Allison Goldstein. How are both of you doing? Are we, we going to pump up the music again? That was I had a oh, little I can't, dance okay, party. Right, Ready? <laughs> yeah, welcome to my world. Well, welcome yeah. to my world. I feel like I'm trapped in a Nintendo game. Well, that's, that was the idea. That was the intention of finding this uh, this music specifically, picking this music specifically. Um, to make me dance. So, but yes, well, yeah. So, <laughs> this is why we can't do we can't do live records on our podcast because my sister doesn't have an edit or, or bleeping button for us to be oh, able to have- do that. Right. <laughs> I need that. Joe, please you know, send me a- <laughs> an automated edit button. I'm constantly adding it in. It's also, oh. this is why we have to very strategically edit our video content, because if not, it's just 30 minutes of me eye rolling. So we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that causes cancer if you do it too much. You might want to be careful. <laughs> okay, okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so you, uh, both of you run a podcast called Sis and Tell and you have been doing it for what, three and a half years now. Yeah. You know what? COVID years is like 75. So I know and it's been, it's been 85 years. Uh, is that the, is that the meme? I I can't, uh, the Titanic meme. Neither of you know about Titanic. No, no, no. It's been the movie titanic yeah. no we know the movies it's but been you said 80, that there's like a meme 85 years the old lady oh oh, oh. it's been 84 years no like that's no. a oh wow that's, i don't know that uh, meme are you yeah, pulling it up they, they, oh, he's pulling they, it up. yeah You're like fancy. it's been Look 84 years that's yeah. how long this year has been that's it's how long been 84 years yeah how long that's it was 85. Been, i was close yeah. close <laughs> enough close enough um <laughs> So tell tell us about your show. Tell us tell us about uh, tell us about this and tell. 
All right, well, I'll start because <laughs> she was born first. I so. was born first, so I always get to take the lead. It's it's my birthright. Uh, so, yeah, and I am the older sister. Amanda and I live, in, respectively, I live in Chattanooga. She's in Atlanta, about two hours by car. And we, we have always, you know, kept up a great phone relationship, um, especially before you know, Corona hit and everybody was zooming and FaceTiming. That was the new, the new in-person way to communicate. But uh, literally three and a half years ago in May of 2017, we're on the phone. I'm just hanging out, walking around my kitchen. We're talking and whatever we talked about was so funny. I made the side and sarcastic comment at the time saying, <laughs> this conversation so funny, we could turn it into a podcast. And Amanda said, okay, I said, okay, what? She goes, let's turn our conversations into a podcast. So you have to be careful, not just what you wish for people. You have to be careful what you say around people who <laughs> take it as a charge to do something bigger and better. That probably was a Monday or a Tuesday. And I'm not lying or when I say by Friday, we were on the air. Amanda had sent me a list of like 10 very creative names for the podcast, and we chose Sis and Tell as a play on Kiss and Tell. Um, we immediately got some sort of very elementary logo at the time. I secured the website. Amanda secured the technology she sent me, which was our first rendition of our Time Life Operator headsets. And, um, and really, we just did it. I always say, especially for entrepreneurs, right, you never let perfection be the enemy of great or even just fine. Yeah, just like just do it and you can you can, you know, figure it out as you go along, because if not, you'll be paralyzed by the potential instead of just jumping in. So we did. And now three and a half years later, we are still we're still not even aiming for perfection, but we're we're kind of like fine with OK. <laughs> <laughs> fine with OK. I am not. I am not fine with OK. So it's uh, it's funny because um, I said to Allison, we need we. On and off, we've like kept a blog on the website and it comes down, it goes back up, we change it up. And then I started to look into SEO to help grow our audience and reach people who weren't looking for us and who weren't necessarily looking for a podcast and they're just coming across our content. And I went on to Upwork and I was like getting ready to hire someone. Then I started read. I'm like, you know what? Everything we use has like best practices for SEO, whether it's Libsyn for RSS feed or Squarespace for our website. I just started reading into it and I'm like, this is something we can do. We need to start building a blog. So I talked to Allison about it and she goes, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? And, you know, and when it comes down to why we do our podcast, we're not doing it because we have a company or a brand and we're trying to use our podcast as a way of promoting that brand. We're doing it because it's, fr it's fun. Right. So but she's like, what is what is the means? That, why are we trying to grow our podcast? And for me, like I do see it as a business and we are the product and we are the brand. So I'm trying to utilize um, the content that we create already organically as, and put it into blog. But it's just it's so like, is it worth it? It's time consuming. Is this going to work? Does SEO even help podcasts? I've been asking people on various podcast communities about what works for them and people and people trying to upsell me things but <laughs> help us joe what do we need to know well, joe <laughs> let me just add i'm very clear about why i'm doing this podcast which is for a different reason it's because i still have 
uh, residual guilt from being a terrible older sister. And so these are like, <laughs> these are the modern form of reparations, right? I'm, I'm trying to put in my years of, of sort of podcasting servitude to make up for the years that I ignored her for, uh, who knows, like her entire childhood. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know how many more years I have left. That's or, why 14, anytime she tries 14 to- 14 and a half years, Allison, 14 yeah, and a half years yeah. left. Any, anytime she tries to make it more complicated, that's why my initial reaction is, why? Why? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, keeping it simple is is definitely, um, you know, is always preferred, right? From the from the setup that you have that you're, you know, you're working with to to how you're going about sharing it, how you're going about writing it, or you know, writing out show notes or or anything to that effect. Anything that's like a pain point or, or a slowdown is 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 I would recommend you know figuring out another way of doing it, right? Right. Not necessarily tabling it, but finding. You know, um, um, a ground that in which you feel good about. Now, talking um, both in my own experience and talking with some friends of mine about, you know, like, okay, how much SEO is 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 enough SEO? Um, you know, looking at at that, like, it can make a difference in people finding your stuff. Um, but from the best estimates I've seen, is anywhere from like a ten percent to like a twenty percent increase in traffic. So, so like if you have, if you already have, you know, like a million visitors a month, like 10% is a pretty big worth, you know, that's a whole nother hundred thousand people a month coming into your site. Right. But, uh, if you're only getting like 50 people, 10% is, is it really worth all the extra work? Unless you're like already a writer already into that. Like I'm going to not only are we going to record this thing and then I'm going to write this blog post to go around it. Um, now I'm going to pull up your, your site here. Uh, so let's see where the blog. So specifically, uh, <laughs> I haven't even seen that blog. I'm mean, going to just add stuff. Without she doesn't me. know. Oh, oh, okay. she doesn't, oh, well now she knows. So now we're, we're sis and telling together. I love this. This is, oh, this is now we call this sis and tattletale because you are, you're totally, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, yeah. So, so when, so are you, are you building this on, uh, is this Squarespace? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, so I mean, generally with SEO, like you, you wanted to, you know, your post to be like 300 words at least and, and have some keywords in there for, you know, for pe that, that people are actually searching for. So it just depends on how much, again, effort you're willing to put in to be like, okay, um, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? Or when we record our podcast, is it going to be based around a topic that we're picking or is the topic going to come up through the conversation? And then I'm going to tailor the social, the, the social network, no, the show notes, uh, to, to fit that, to, to fit the narrative for what people are actually looking up. And, and that's, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to figure out like what, what feels more comfortable now it's to me, it, you know, looking on the outside from the outside, it looks like you're having your conversations. You're not picking a topic uh, beforehand. I would think, right. That's no, correct. It's all spontaneous. Right. Exactly. We have no, so, we have no idea what we're going to talk about from, from like minute to minute. It depends where the conversation <laughs> flows. <laughs> well, right. So, so at that point, so you're, you're at that point, you're trying to figure out like, okay, how do I, how do I take, um, you know, one piece of the topic that we talked about and then make a post around that, 
right? And and that makes it a lot harder than saying picking a topic and then talking around that topic. So then you could write the post and like the post will pull maybe some of what you talked about, but it also is like maybe some things you didn't talk about or some links and and pull in some other resources that you didn't mention in the in the episode. Um, so it makes it, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but, uh, so I would say right now, like, are you putting every episode up on YouTube as well? Yes. Lipson has a, a very, Lipson has a ringing the bell every right? time. Or something. Is this bell? <laughs> wait, wait. So wait, when you put it up on YouTube, are you just putting the audio, Amanda, or are you it's, putting it's, up the yeah, video? It, it's just the audio okay. and Lipson does it for me. So they they had this new i'm always checking in to see what they'll do automate for us and i also put our promo video some promo videos up there and i just started the um official sys and tell youtube page even though we've been around for three and a half years i've been posting stuff on my my comedy page for sys and tell but libsyn started automating putting the podcast up there but then something was i hadn't verified i did something wrong i hadn't verified it so they had to back post like 12 episodes for me which they did um oh okay so that's everything you see with the logo is just straight up the audio of the podcast and then the video is just like little um promos that i've done using video footage which you know youtube is like exhausting there's so much i don't even try with youtube to to get i don't care about people subscribing to me it's just it's just another thing, another avenue. And but but Facebook, that seems to be that's our jam. That's my jam, I have to say. I feel super nerdy on Twitter. I feel lost in the crowd on YouTube. People love us on Facebook. Like we, we will easily get hundreds of likes and stuff on our personal pages and our Sysintel page. We have a lot of people who've liked the page, but it's really I don't know if it's the Facebook algorithm. It's super hard to get people to um interact with us on there and i've tried doing mm. sponsored posts um and it's um it's, i just people are not engaging like they do on our personal feeds well also the other yeah. thing that we've discussed recently is who is our target audience right and that's it's sort of i mean we have we we have some numbers and demographics but it's sort of all over the map it's sort of you know even geographically we're constantly amazed by people who are listening to us in parts of the country, especially where we may have a few friends, right? The Atlanta area, Tennessee, Alabama, right? Where our peeps naturally are. That's not surprising. Washington state, right? Especially pre-COVID when people were commuting more and it was such a podcast centric community. Um, we, we have no idea, right? Like I might have a friend there, right? Someone from Pakistan downloaded the podcast. I noticed, you know, a few people in <laughs> Spain, we got some people in Ireland, but you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, but, and that's to our, you know, it's, it's look, I, I have a branding and marketing background and, um, and I, I'm not practicing what I preach. And that's as if that, that's that when you are more focused on who your demographic is and then you are going to be more successful. And, and that's in anything, the more, the more focused you are and you know what you're going after specifically, whether it's someone you're trying to, the type of person you're trying to date, the, the specific job at a specific company you want, like you are going to be more successful. So we, we are having issues because 
Like we are not a podcast that's dedicated to parenting teen boys. If we were, it would be so much easier to promote it. We are just, we, we, yeah, yeah, we, we talk about everything and there's no plan to it. And that's, and we want to keep it that way. So we may also have to kind of just settle into that and be like, this is what it, it is, what it is. <laughs> well, I also think we, we kind of go by incidental, either intentionally or not, right? These three E's where we end up um, entertaining our parents' generation, engaging our generation, and embarrassing the next generation. So <laughs> I think, right? Like we sort of stick to those three E's, which is why. Did you, know, you just come up with that? I really did. You know, and I love it. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. That. Thanks. So, you know, like our, you know, anybody our parents' age, including our parents, think we're hilarious. And that's like the easy, that's the, the fish in the proverbial barrel of the podcasting world. The, the real, I think, sweet spot for us, though, are really our generation, I say ours, right? It's really anywhere from the late 30s to 60, right? Which is mm -hmm. people who can relate to our stories. And really, that's what we aim to do is to tell stories either from our past or from our very near present that are relatable, that people often say, oh my gosh, that same thing happened to me, or I feel your pain, or thank you for making this you know, funny. And then our kids who sometimes listen to it under duress or not, or even their friends who think it's <laughs> hilarious to hear about you know, our kids, um, we'll, we'll do it. And it's they're not going to be the constant listener, though, because they're all over the map. And even I think a 30-minute podcast is, is too long for them, right? Unless it's something that's really of interest to them. You know, I, my kids love that podcast, How I Built This, right? Because that's mm. what a lot of them are interested in is, is this, uh, you know, entrepreneurship and, and economy of, of assets and, and abilities. But anyway, so I think in that, you know, with, with that landscape, that really is sort of our, our target demographic, but it's still, you know, we, we're not, we, we never say we're looking at, you know, targeting women ages 40 to 55 with this income level. We've never gotten sort of that narrow. Well, okay. So, so I think the question, and this question came up, uh, oh, I think the uh, I think it was last uh, this past Friday in the Indie Pod Daily show. Um, it was was the question was was what's what's the goal, right? Is the goal to to get sponsors? Like, is that is that the goal? That I would, yeah. Well, so I've had a handful of people approach us, a lot of uh, local businesses in Decatur approach us about sponsorship, and to me, it wasn't worth watering down the podcast with a promotion in the middle for, you know, if, if I was going to be honest with them about the download numbers and what we could charge for that, I just, uh, or whether it was a flat fee and some people were like, Hey, if you promote this product using this code, we'll give you a percentage of sales. That also was not very appealing to us to, you know, inc incorporate that spot into our podcast as a sponsorship. So I'm really trying to grow us to be, 10,000, at least 10,000 downloads a month um, so that we can get bigger sponsors. And also, I just need to feed my ego. Let's just be real. I just, <laughs> I grew up, <laughs> I, Allison thinks I'm a millennial because I grew up with um, internet when she didn't. But, um, you know, like I need, I need the likes and the digital adoration and it makes me feel good. I'm also a, you know, a stand-up comedian who's not really doing live shows right now. So I'm looking at these download numbers and I'm like, more, please, more like me. <laughs> right. And I guess it won't surprise you. Look, I'm, I'm a, 
uh, host a show for PBS, right? So I have a very different take on all this. I'm used to doing really extensive, thoughtful research. I'm really interested in in the story, right? And engaging somebody. And I don't say I interview people. I say we have really interesting and engaging conversations. And that's what I love about this with my sister, right? I, I sort of joke a joke, not so much a joke. Like, I'm so thankful that that hopefully if I pass first, right, because I am seven years older, Amanda will have all of this content to listen to so she won't miss me as much, right? <laughs> Which I say is, you know, to sort of add levity to it. But it is, right, in this time and, and day and age to have sort of these really sacred uh, conversations. I'm going to probably make her cry, so I apologize. But to have these sacred conversations <laughs> recorded, um, not just for, for other people, but for each other, to me, is the goal. Yeah. Either that or podcast world domination, right? Like, we'd like to be, <laughs> we'd like to all of a sudden somebody hit on us and say, oh my gosh, we love you. Like, the, I think one of the greatest compliments is really sort of this partnership we've uh, created. Well, really, I give credit 100% to Amanda that she's created with a gentleman named Mike Johnson who runs Decatur FM, um, which is a local radio station in Atlanta. And he is just a super talented, super thoughtful guy who for some reason thinks we're awesome. And, <laughs> and just right. It's one thing when like, you know, your, your, you know, Aunt Gloria or Aunt Candy or your mom and dad are saying, you girls are so funny, right? It's like, okay, thank you. We love those attaboys. But it's another thing when someone who is not related to you and has- Didn't know us before Right, and didn't know I, us. I didn't, yeah. yeah. So that's really, to me, those are the, they, they seem sort of small because that's a, that's a partnership that we've created. And he want, he has much bigger thoughts, right, in terms of creating not just this content, but live content and really expanding our offerings. Um, it's always good to align yourself with someone who sees bigger potential than you even see for yourself. Yes. Yes. No, I, well, absolutely. So I, I mean, I have a handful of thoughts that I've been jotting down here as I was listening to both of you speak and, and I'm flicking <laughs> through to, to the content that you have on your, your Facebook page to, to see if I can, um, have substantiated, um, evidence to prove that theory. But I, I'll tell you the number one thing that, uh, that's missing, especially on your YouTube side. Uh, and it's, it's pretty obvious here, right? Two views, one view, 16 views, four views, no views, no views. People <laughs> like faces, right? Uh, and and that and and right. Yeah. So so like okay, so it's just a microcosm of like, okay, 16 views is not like 16,000 views or, right. or 160,000 right. views. But yeah. it's just a microcosm of like no views, no views, no views, two views, no views. Well, right? if you go so, if you go to the my comedy uh YouTube channel, which I have to which is Mall of Amanda. I don't even know if you can, how you find it by just putting Mall of Amanda, but you'll see that all the, the there we are. Here? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. So there are some other um, videos on there where we've got like a thousand views. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'd started this. It's an older, it's an older page. So I do think that, but to Joe's point, all of these have have visual faces, faces. Of us, yes. not yeah. just an icon I mean, or a logo. I mean, just oh, to, so just to yeah. give you an example of what current, you know, like this is what my recommended list looks like. They ignore that it's Disney politics and technology, but right. just look at the faces, faces right? Yeah, face, right. Face, right. face, 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 face. Well, this isn't a face, but this is LGR, and people that are fans of LGR know what they're going to get, right? Like, and and yeah. So uh, maybe and we obviously still works because two hundred forty-four thousand right. views is something to be said for. Absolutely. 
So, so yeah, so uh, almost everything has a face, unless it's an infographics show or, or something to that effect. Luke Miani doesn't do faces most of the time, but he probably should. But it, it's attention grabbing to the person who is interested in an iPad Air, right, versus a Pro. Um, but by and large, faces are what's going to get you there. So uh, adapting that into here, right, and looking at the post that you have, uh, with the one exception being the the one where you were mentioned in Forbes, which was awesome. Congratulations on that. Uh, you know, a lot of them uh, do not have the same look. Face seven seven likes. Uh, where are we at here? Two faces, six likes. Right. <laughs> and, and, like, it, it, it's. I mean, here. I mean, okay. So this video only got one. But so what? I, so what I would be looking to do is uh, and is since you're you're podcast is is you know how long how long is your 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 episodes are 30 minutes 30 minutes 30 minutes right so so if you took the time to like take those videos and clip them down into like what you did with the swiss roll right you're going to get more because even here if i scroll down to the swiss roll roll one here seven seven likes 15 comments four shares so do you think the doing it our entire podcast as a video is too much and we should keep it at like two minute clips. No, I think you, I think you should do, I think you can do both. Uh, you know, uh, you know, whether or not you're going to get a ton of traction, you know, on Facebook. I mean, right now you're, if you're, well, it, all right. So it depends, right? Because if your goal is to get sponsors, which it is, you want to get 10,000 downloads, you, you really need to funnel people back to your show right that's that's the goal is like funnel them back to your show so like po- using facebook to post the clips rather than posting the whole fi- you know the whole thing helps right like if you're trying to f- funnel everything down to one number be like what we get 10,000 a month and we can you know as soon as we put your episode up it's it's going to get uh you know 4 5 6,000 within the first 24 hours and then go up from there um that you know that's going to get you some kind of substantial number that um, going along with the demographics that you're saying you have, which is 30s to 60s, uh, is it mostly women 30s to 60s? I mean, anecdotally, we we get men and women okay. um, and commenting on it, also and engaging with us too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to, from face value, just looking at the podcast, I would guess it's probably predominantly women well let me ask you this joe because this i i feel like since you were saying hi to the facebook live crowd right that this is going facebook live right now yeah we're on facebook live right now we have people watching okay so how do you work that because that was something that that our friend mike had suggested also is that we we record the podcast that it immediately does a facebook live um recording right so then mm-hmm. it's out there so there's no post-production needed which solves a step and then yep. we can edit it down for the actual podcast right the the traditional podcast is that something i mean to me i'm also about maximizing our time not just yes. our energy and talent um yep. the downside of that of course is that a lot of times uh number one i don't have that fancy little buzzer to buzz amanda when she curses and i probably wouldn't catch it it would time. only work for you yeah she'd have to have her own <laughs> buzzer to- she, wouldn't even, <laughs> she wouldn't even use the buzzer let's not even go yeah. there the second thing though is a lot of times you know like I don't know, like we have a technology issue, the dog is barking, something happens where we have to stop recording. And so that's why the post editing is great. But maybe people want to see that, right? Maybe that's part of the authenticity of a quote unquote live show. 
it is well it is right like i mean my kids were opening the door i mean you probably may or may not have noticed the kids were opening the door and like banging something over there so uh it's part it it, kind of comes with the territory right like i don't live in a bunker by like i don't i don't live stream from a bunker by myself where nobody else has access you know to it except me who locked the door and and can get out when i'm ready but um so there's i mean there's something to be said for that i think that have you know experimenting with that would be fun to me i love the 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 live aspect when we do the business geeks podcast with with sam and jen uh every monday at 5 p.m you should totally go check it out uh we we uh we do it live because because of the reason that you said about you know time savings. It, you know we take that file, we send it off to. We have editors that we send it off to. Um, but even if we didn't, like it would just go like this episode that we're recording right now. However, it comes out is going to end up being in the the indie pod feed. But the reason I do it live is because I get the access to like saying hi to Tim and hi to Johnny and Vivek, you know, and people that want to add and contribute to the conversation live and like injected it actually oh that's cool it's a whole nother dynamic right versus just having the conversation so i think it depends on what you see as your um opportunity for for injecting live into your show so like to me it it would be like almost like let's try a bonus episode right where we do we do an episode live right and 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 just see and see where it goes right um you know lives do go seem to go further than video lives seem to go further than uh pictures and just text and and all that that's what you know facebook wants to wants to see uh as a as a company so plus it has your faces in it so it's right. it's already like it's it's an opportunity there and we've uh, got great faces we've got yes. great faces <laughs> Well, and also the interaction, right? Right now, it's a yes. very one-sided conversation. Well, it's two-sided well, conversation. Well, that's what podcasting right. generally is. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the live streaming or even in doing it in person, like having, you know, on a stage or whatever with people in front of you and being able to, like, have an extra mic running around the room to get that input. Like, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's just virtual. I'm sorry. Did you have something else to say, Allison? No, that was it's, oh, okay. it's helpful no. thinking about that because we just, you know, I get, uh, you know, as much as I, I get sort of discontent with the roteness of anything, right? I think we also find comfort in the predictability of what we're doing, right? So doing, mm. and I, it's funny because during yeah. COVID, I started a live Facebook show with a local pediatrician, and we really just talked very bluntly and and authentically about just what's going on in our area in our in our country mm-hmm. related to COVID-19 and um, and that interactivity has been critical I mean just having mm-hmm. people who are doing real live real-time questions um, who are concerned parents or citizens or grandparents or you know whatever it might be um, really helps to fuel literally fuel our conversation and then it's there um, we may and we may only have you know 40 people who are joining us live but then we get thousands of hits later on so people obviously you know, they want that content and they also want it on demand. They want to be able to see people and trust them. And I think there is another element that we could bring in just through this dynamic that we're not doing through podcasting. I still think podcasting is widespread as it is. It, it's, it, from what I understand, it's hitting a very small percentage of our population, yeah. especially now that people are not commuting, right? So yeah. like and if you're not sitting around. We're still having to educate people on what a podcast is. That like I don't know I don't know if podcasting has re- reached its tipping point. 
right? No, it, I, I, I do not think it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I think it's that we're still and and you know look and and it's it's tough, right? Like I was saying, you want everything to funnel down to one, but then if you start doing Facebook Lives. Uh, you're kind of splitting that unless you like delete the video later or something to that effect and push people to, to the podcast. But, but that's right. what I'm saying. If you, if you do like one episode, one episode, one episode, one episode, like alternating back and forth or something to that effect, just so you get, you know, your feet wet with the idea of like, now you're changing the dynamic of your conversations and all that. Um, it, you know, to me, you know, since, since like sponsorships, they're not, I mean, they're the goal, but they're not really the goal. I mean, right. I, Amanda, I'm getting the getting the um, opinion or the uh, reflection of like it's this is more about getting famous, right, or or some level of fame rather than like here's a fifty dollar check for, for right. saying our you're name. Right. On your podcast, no, you're right. No, you're right. I much like, rather like, that ain't gonna feed yeah. nobody. <laughs> like you're right. No, and you're right because like I I I'm much more intrigued about Sysintel as a brand than as a podcast, right? And right. The, and Allison and I as entertainers than as money makers. So, um, I mean, just, I mean, you're like a, a therapist, right? And I'm with um, it through. I, I'm not, it's not the only I'm, time I've been told like, my, in my life. <laughs> I'm working through my feelings and you know, like it's the, the, the money isn't cause like, look, you're right. Like, I don't know how much we bills we'd be able to pay with that. It's more about getting, getting the podcast to a certain level, getting the brand to a certain level. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that Mike Johnson was talking to us about was like, don't just look at your podcast numbers. How many hits are you getting on your website? What about your social? What, you know, do it live, see what happens with that. Don't think of Sysintel as a podcast. Think of the podcast as part of Sysintel. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that's, um, I think, I mean, yeah. I, I think, you know, not that I'm like, I just want to be famous, but I, I would love it if we could <laughs> we'll get enough but people do. where it doesn't matter, wait, wait, wait. right? Like where, where it right. becomes like, we have so many people to pull from. It's like, even if you just sponsored the YouTube channel or you just sponsored the podcast or you right. just sponsored like a banner ad on our, on you know, in our blog, that's, you know, it's, it's enough hits that there's enough coming in through that that it's going to matter. Like it's going to move the needle, right? Right, yeah. Because like getting, you know, because especially because of the fact that you're you're essentially a, a comedy podcast, yeah, you know there, there's only so much money that's going to be able to come in because you're not um, like a super hyper focused niche of like people, you know, like we're a pediatrician podcast where only pediatricians listen. Like we only have a thousand listeners, but they're all pediatricians. So like right. pony yeah. up, you know, yeah. the, you know, open up the open up the register and give us the money. <laughs> Um, we need what we need that. What do you have? Is I that doing all these what? crazy sound effects that I'm like borrowing off of uh, different places on the internet? <laughs> so the, uh, it's a it's a pro. So I have a stream deck, uh, so, so I can like quickly hit the buttons, right? And then I use a program called Voice Mod. It's like twenty bucks for Voice Mod, and you can set up all your different, uh, you know. <laughs> Your different uh, sound effects, like your your Jeopardy music. And, oh my God! Everything we use, we use. Can we incorporate our dad's laugh into it? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. If you have a recording of it, you can record any kind of wave file, MP3 file, uh, claps, uh, music. You know, if we if we were doing a, ch- a one minute challenge, I have one minute challenge music. Uh, like oh, when we did awesome. the 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 uh, what's the face the cookie challenge, where you had to get the cookie from your forehead to your mouth. Uh, when my my co-hosts uh, Sam and Jen beat me up on the show, you know they. <laughs> you can, 
can you can feel it in your headphones. Um, you can That's awesome. Glass or, yeah. or have the sad yeah. trombone. Oh my um, gosh, we need this, Amanda. We need this. I also so, like StreamYard. Seems nice. Yeah, no, StreamYard's great. I mean, the only downside to StreamYard is, is is you you don't get separate video files and you don't get separate audio files. So it's all it just is the recording, but you get the audio and you get the video. So you you get everything, but it's all together. But you so can you get pull a video file and an audio file. You can pull out a, an audio file. That's easy. Well, no, no, no. Your your like your two tracks are mixed together already. Right. So you can't like, oh, I need to fix Amanda's audio because the dog so started barking. And, <clears throat> but Allison was on a rant, so yeah. it just kept, she kept going. We we don't fix it anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, they, we have, there we, you go. We record off of advanced. Skype. Yeah. We we don't have. Well, actually, the, we use the eCam recorder, so we've been mm-hmm. using that, and and I think I can technically have separate voice tracks, so I could, you know. Oh yeah, eCam I think does. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've used eCam, but, but yeah, I don't. I'm but sure I mean, I keep it simple, and then I edit it on GarageBand, right? So everything. <laughs> I also think we, we you know we talked about this when we were on the, that panel together about the mm-hmm. the access point, right? Like you're saying, your program costs twenty bucks. I think people. I've had people, and Amanda and I have both had people who've come up to us wanting to start a podcast, and they've gotten some outrageous sort of quotes from people. I, I don't know if they're in the industry or just want to take them, but they're like, someone told me it costs $10,000 to start a podcast. I said, that is going to be a okay. very, very fancy podcast with a lot of bells and whistles you probably don't need. And so I always say the best part of this, the reason we were able to get up and running so fast is because I think the accessibility of the technology is just, you know, we had, we really had no idea what we were doing, but we knew we each had skill sets that we brought to bear. This is, you know, you're, you're seeing this live now that Amanda is doing all of this stuff behind the scenes. I had no idea and I have no interest in doing that. Right. So we're never fighting over those jobs. I'm doing the stuff. (laughs) I'm, I'm the, I'm the make it pretty, right. I like to update the website and I like to edit and I have, I like that control. I'm a, have some control issues anyway. So, you know, I like that part. And then I let her take it and and do whatever she wants with it. But it's never been an endeavor where we felt like, oh gosh, now it's now we're at a point where we want to upgrade and it's out of our price range. Like even these headphones, right, that we use now, we don't sound as good as Super Joe Pardo, oh, who well. we're always very <laughs> jealous about his sound quality and his very lovely voice. But you know, well, like you. the high end that we invested in finally, for, we went from a $35 headset to a $200 headset. So relatively mm-hmm. speaking, you know, over three and a half years, it has not been a huge investment. The investment is time, right? That's our yep. most valuable commodity. It really anybody's most valuable commodity. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it absolutely is. And that's why, uh, you know, I decide like I stopped editing my shows back when my daughter was born back in 2016. So I was like, nobody's got time for this anymore. Like, I ain't got time for this anymore. Like it, it just is what it is. Um, though I do edit the way I edit. If there was a thing that I was like, I really want to go back and edit this. I write down the timestamp of where the edits are and then I edit backwards so that, uh, you know, you're just chopping up. You have to do it backwards. Cause once you chop the first edit, everything slides and then all the time stamps that you wrote down are wrong. So you edit backwards and you don't have that problem. But really the only thing I would edit is like, if there was a, a long pause, like if, you know, if you were like, Oh, I had to get up and, and go do something. And then we're just sitting in dead water. Like it's a silent for, you know, 20 seconds or 30 seconds or a minute or something. Um, that's pretty much the only time I would even use that. But, but yeah, so, 
I, uh, you know, keeping it, keeping it simple absolutely is uh, imperative to keep you podcasting because if it's not simple, right. you're not going to do it. So, right. you, yeah. you know, um, you know I, I, th- I think that, uh, the, again, going back to the, the brand piece, uh, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's a great brand. I love the logo. Uh, I, the only thing I would say is, is again, maybe uh, do a version of this with your faces in it. Um, cool. Hmm. You know, because yeah. like you have the talk bubbles, you just oh, aren't yeah. there. To... That's a good idea. <laughs> We're off in the distance. Yeah, right. Like you're off the. You're off. I'm camera. on one side. <laughs> right. <laughs> Screenshot it. So, so, so things like that um, can make a big, you know, can make a big difference. And um, uh, I was going to say, we could uh, do like an electric company version of that. <laughs> Sis and tell. I actually made fun. <laughs> this is a weird, weird uh, fact factoid. Uh, I I did a uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand to one of their videos uh, when I was like back in grade school because we needed to do a video for our for our music class. I don't know why it was for music class, but uh, it was for our music class. We had to do like these uh like a make a video kind of thing and uh i that's i i had borrowed one of those videos from one of my teachers in the, in a different class to to do that uh wrote the script and everything it was uh that's awesome it was yeah it was it's why it's uh very um uh didn't realize how how much how impactful that was going to be uh, Ozeal says he loves the name of the podcast. Thank you, Ozeal. Absolutely, too. I, I love the fact that you actually were able to get the uh, domain name as well. That was that was lucky. You know, well, that was surprising. that was the yeah that was the deciding factor, right? Yeah. Amanda sent me this list. We I'm got like, the this domain is name. If we yeah. can get the domain name, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Yes, got the domain name. Awesome. <laughs> So that, that's the celebration music that I didn't play earlier. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, putting in your faces, doing the, uh, doing the clips, I think will, will, will help go a long way. Uh, maybe try, you know, try to do some, some lives with it, right? Maybe turn it into a, so one of my favorite shows of all time, which was, uh, a Disney show that started back in 2005 and they still run now, but it's not the same people anymore as of like 2011, they would do a monthly live show and right. they would actually have people call in. And of course this was at a time when like doing a, a, you know, a simple pickup, somebody else picking up the phone and calling in was, was a lot like it was hard work. Like a lot of technology had to work right to make that happen. But, um, but it, you know, something to that effect might be something that you could do where it's like, okay, you only have to commit maybe an hour or, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, um, and do a live show. And then that's something to hype up every single month, right? Like, to, you know, something to promote towards every single month, uh, to get people excited and, and then show their faces on the, on, you know, in the live. So that's a great idea. I think that's yeah. also, that's more practical than a weekly live right. show for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it it sounds like it would be right because it's it's something that again it's something special. You're making it special, and yeah. and uh, because of that, it it should you should be able to promote it more in the thing. So like every last Thursday, or, you know, fourth Thursday or third Thursday or whatever, right? Do something where it's like it's always repeating, so you're always promoting to that next to that next one. Joe, when you look at some of like the most popular sort of you know like 
like the cereals or the the shit towns and things like that that have really you know taken on a whole new level of uh, mm-hmm. of podcast popularity. Do you see like a specific uh, tipping point for those? Is it just something happens to become popularized and word of mouth gets it? Um, is there anything that you see like is there a common thread that any podcaster um, can do to kind of ascend to that level, or is some of it having that big machine like a gimlet? behind your back, uh, fueling what is, you know, a really robust marketing strategy. Well, I mean, Gimlet didn't start that way, right? They, I mean, it was a, it was a popular person's name, right. Who in, in a, in a, in a small niche that was able to transcend that. Like, look like Chris Hardwick, for example, right? Like very niche thing. And he grew, he grew to the point where he grew outside of that niche, um, so to me, it's like, it's always about trying to find the niche that you can, uh, you know, the demographic or niche of people that you can, uh, evangelize to the point where they're like telling other people and it's spilling out, out of that. Right. And the, and you see the opposite with bands, right. With music bands, they, they had the one big hit, everybody loves them. And then like, Oh, what happened to that band? Well, they're still making music. They're still touring, but you're not going to hear it on the radio because that was it, their time is up, right? That that type of music is not going to be played on the radio to the level in which it was during a time in which it just had, you know, lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Um, so, so I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, I, uh, regarding the the word of mouth and the the fans, the super fans as we call him, who are on their own are advocates and promoting us, what can we have in the bag, right? That makes it easier for them to share us. Like, what do we need to have readily available? I mean, we, we have obviously a URL and a name and a Facebook page they can tag, but is there like a bucket of stuff that everyone should have available for all those fans who are willing to share you on their own um, that we should create and make sure we have? I mean, getting people to share all those other people's stuff is so is so embarrassingly hard, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I've lived it like to the point where like when we did um our first when we announced our first uh, um uh, kid, <laughs> I can't think of the <laughs> think of the word. So when we had our first uh, uh, pregnancy announcement. We we did a. Uh, oh, you're talking did, about oh, a podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, it turned into a podcast. It turned into yeah. a podcast. Uh, we we did our first baby announcement uh, with, through doing a parody of Who's the Boss, the intro to Who's the Boss. So me and my wife did it, and and it got like over ten thousand views, uh, like a thousand. I think it was like clo- it's closing in on like a thousand on YouTube and like ten thousand on on Facebook, and it was easy for people to share on Facebook. But what I found was like. I had to like go and ask people <laughs> to actually share because I'm like, oh, I, you know, let's let's get like I put I put some time and work into this, like you know, let's let's get it shared out there. I'm like, people were sharing these these other pregnancy uh, announcements that are way less like intricate or or like thought out, um, and and yeah, so though maybe people just don't like Tony Danza that much. I I don't know. <laughs> It's Angela. Uh, we, we need... They don't like Angela. That's who yeah, we yeah. That's... <laughs> Judith Light has made a comeback, though. Go watch the politician. She's excellent. Oh, oh really? she's also oh. in Transparent. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, so, yeah. oh, cool. Well, it's also that I think there's such overload now. I don't know if you ever like get go down that rabbit hole, that little button on Facebook, especially on my phone, where it's literally just videos that people are making. And mm-hmm. they're so like, it took me a few times because I'm not that quick, but to realize that they are so staged and these people are like, you know, holding up signs, I'm surprising my husband or I'm pr- playing a practical joke. And it's all canned and it's all staged. And people are missing the idea that 
it's the spontane spontaneity, right? It's the serendipity of our, our lives, which people really want to see, right? The, the yeah. unexpected moments that are caught on film by mistake and people are trying to recreate those and they just, they're lackluster to me and they're just, just, I don't know. It's just like well, we fake. Look at it with, but we look at it with a tainted eye, right? Like right. from a, from a creator's per point of view, from a, you know, media type of point of view versus, people that are just like oh like i like this because it's cute and it's funny and 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 all that like yeah i i know with like the the one where like the girls like holding the sign the the, the bunch of signs is like it, it just goes on forever and ever yeah. and ever and ever and then he proposes to her and it's like oh well that was okay i guess and you know Right. Know. But like, give me a dog looking at cat any day for like 20 minutes. I'll watch that. Right. <laughs> you can't force that. I mean, that's just yeah. natural, you know, canine feline love. But, you know, <laughs> but the point being, right, like some of it is you don't know what's going to hit people. Right. And you don't right. know what's going to resonate. Right. And so we just what we realized, you know, coming full circle is early on uh, when we tried too hard or tried to pacify or amuse an audience that we still can't even truly define. Um, we found an inauthenticity in the deliverables that just didn't sit well with either of us. And we heard from people saying, yeah, I don't Can you go back to just telling stories about growing up Jewish in Alabama? Those are really funny. We're like, oh, <laughs> that we've got that we've got like in like in bags. And, and, and yeah, we loved hearing stop having other people on talk more about yourself. Also, that was right. <laughs> oh, well, that I mean, that's great feedback that you're that you're getting, though. I mean, and and even getting that feedback is can be tough, right? Like I always told right. podcasters, like, look for the people that really uh, love your show and they're friends. They might be friends of yours, but they're willing to at least give real feedback about cause they're like actively listening to the show. So when you, when you do, you know, when you go back to those people and you get that kind of feedback, it's like, Oh, okay, well maybe, maybe there's something to that. And maybe we don't need to have somebody else come on the show. Uh, cause it doesn't necessarily fulfill what they're coming here to listen to. Right. Which right, is yeah. stories. Right. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's so like, to me, the only guess I would think that you might have is if you have like, um, some other, other, you know, sisters that came on the show to tell, to share their specific story that you're, that you happen to find out about that you're like, we want to, we want to share this story. And maybe that's not even that whole episode. Maybe it's just like, right. they come on to tell their story for five, 10 minutes or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I to me, like the, getting the bag of things for people to share is like finding the the funniest moments of, of your show and and you know packaging them into a, a 30 second clip and and sending it out into the world and see you know see what you get right um you know the uh like i was saying before about the the um the thumbnails like they're important but you know there's still a lot of room to play with uh with those right um, and one other thing you could do is when you come up with those clips, um, do a search for what that clip is about and see what the other videos that come up look like, like what they're not look like from the video perspective, but right. from the, the uh, from the thumbnail perspective yeah, and then just boring. be like, oh, we just have to do a little better than that. And right. then, you know, which thumbnail are you going to click on? Right. right. You're going to click on the one that looks funny that, or you're going to look yeah. on the one that's just like them sitting there like. I did that, you know, because in mid conversation or something. Yeah. It's I did that when we were um, developing our podcast logo. Like, what is the mm -hmm. what does it look like? How can we pop? How can we just not blend in? 
And that was based off of, I used to work for Cartoon Network on our home entertainment product or their home entertainment product. And so we would create DVDs and I would, we would go to the store with the designers and we would take our mock-ups and put them on shelf next to where they would be shelved to see how they popped. And I yep. never thought about doing that for social. That is just, that's, it seems so obvious now that you pointed out <laughs> just to look at those thumbnails and see how we can, you know, stand out amongst everything else. So thank yeah. you. That's a great tip. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. I, I think, uh, you know, so there's, there's, you know, and, and you don't know what's going to hit, right? Like we create content as creators and, and we, we really don't know what's going to get like, you know, a thousand views, 10,000 views, a hundred thousand views. Like you, you just don't know. So no uh, views. people are always create, <laughs> well, no views, but, but people are always, and, um, you know, people are always trying to like create that next, the next like thing. That's what's going to be, you know, the next viral sensation. But, but really you just, you just don't know. So you just create what you can create. That's, you know, from what you're already making and then put that out into the world. And, and uh and see what happens you know see what feedback you get see what um you know so i i think that you know from from focusing it as a brand like really um you know putting your faces to it putting you know putting a little more uh behind the the face or for the behind the youtube and and don't link to the youtube uh videos on uh from facebook because apparently that's not not good because the only people that are going to click on that are people that are know you yeah. and they'll probably click right out so like you know youtube is looking for click-through rate and they're looking for retention so you you know they they see you know see thumbnail click through and then are they you know are they staying on because someone that knows you might already be like ah, i'm gonna watch 10 seconds of it and click out well that's hurting you that's not helping you um also ask, you know, getting people to subscribe is uh, not necessarily great because if they subscribe and they don't watch, then that's matter. telling YouTube the wrong pick, you know, yeah. the wrong thing. Okay. Right. Um, so it's things like that that can really help. So it's like kind of just let YouTube do its thing, like keep putting content, throwing content into it, but definitely content with your faces versus just, you know, a picture or like a waveform um, is going to is definitely going to go a lot further. Okay. Uh, the other, you know what the other thing is, uh, I forget who uh, was talking about this. They had mentioned that uh, on the the click through rate on videos that didn't show a person's face within the first like one to three seconds, like people clicked out like really quick. So like if you came up and you're like, oh, it's just until it's like here's a nice little animation. It's like yeah. no 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 no, like that's hurting you. See your face first, and then if you want to do like a five, three, four, five second thing, that's like an overlay than that, then you could do that. But don't, don't, uh, don't put the overlay first. I, no, believe not, I believe that people don't even want, it's like those um, news stories that you think you're clicking and you're going to hear a live broadcaster, but it's a montage and it's just words and they have different pictures oh, God, that have appeared. Oh, those make me nuts. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just want to hear somebody give me the news for like 60 seconds, right? Me. Give me the overview yes. of the story. I don't, well, don't make me that... read. That's why that new you know newsjacking works so well. Like uh, one of the guys I watch a lot now is is Meet Kevin because of the whole you know since the pandemic and him talking about um, the the latest stimulus package uh, updates. He's doing stimulus package updates like three times a day on <laughs> YouTube. Like yeah, like yeah. it's crazy, it's crazy. But like that's you know he but he's pulling in more views and more subscribers than he ever you know ever did prior to that. So it's it's just one of those things like not that you guys should be doing that, but just, you know, just, you know, food for thought that there's opportunity there. Um, you know, if, if if there happens to be a story that relates to the stories that you're telling. 
Right. You know, maybe, maybe do that, you know, do something that's somewhat topical because it's not going to, it's not something that's like necessarily going to be evergreen. It's going to be something that, uh, enable, you know, gets just people resonate within the moment and then share. And then it's, then they, you know, at least are getting, you're getting your brand in front of them. So only like, you know, one to less than 10% are going to stick on and like, Oh, I'm going to like, I love what the, what else is here. Right. That's, that's the goal is creating that, that like funny content that's like right there, um, short and sweet just to get the brand in front of the people and then potentially get them to, you know, a small percentage of them are going to stay, you know, stay on to watch one to two, three, four, maybe 5%, but that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Thank you. These, this is all great. I know. Are you taking notes, Amanda? You're the yeah. note taker. So well, you have the recording. The recording oh, there will you be go. available. That's, you can go to indiepodcasters.com uh, and click on the podcast and you can subscribe there. We've been getting more downloads actually recently from the, from the show than we were in the past, I, which is funny because I've been producing less episodes than I was like in the months leading up to now <laughs> and we weren't getting many downloads at all. Um, I mean, the viewership on the, on, in the community and on Facebook was great, but not the downloads people weren't going to download. But now it seems like, you know, I guess the less of me, the more they're like, oh, let me go back to his old episodes and they're hard to find once you're on, you know, on Facebook because you're scrolling right. through right, right. tons yeah. and tons of things. So who knows? Who knows? The psyche of people is varying and confusing and not something you probably want to try to figure out too much of but uh but yeah i i you know i'm looking forward to you know one um one example that i have you ever heard of the 10k dollar day no no do you have to run a 10k because that's out of the question no so it's about spending ten thousand dollars in a day and how you would do it oh Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, friends mm-hmm. of mine, Allison and Lulu run, uh, this show called 10 K dollar day and they've been on like serious radio with it. They're actually on a tour right now across the, they're, wow. uh, <laughs> in a minivan driving across the, the country, um, in their minivan. You can follow them. I think on Instagram. Are for, they like, giving away $10,000? $10, no, they're no, not. They're, no, no, no. So it's each a theoretical episode question, is, huh? is it, yeah, okay. it's theory, like, okay, if you had $10,000 to spend, uh, you know, in Dubai, like, what would you, like, what would you go and do? And they, they figure out, like they plan out this $10,000 day of how they would spend their $10,000. Uh, that's fine. So, so it's, yeah. So they're, and they're, they're great. They're, they're awesome, uh, icons in our community and, and they just are, they're one they're absolutely wonderful so yeah right now they're they're traveling all across the country uh with doing live shows for people like socially distanced uh i think it's called their driveway how would they call it their it's called their driveway something something but basically they're like going to people's driveways and like performing in the in the driveway uh, go back to the is, top joe awesome. because that proves your point right like i see that picture of them and i'm like okay i want to be friends with them right like yes, i want to hang you out do, you do. right they like are... that's hilarious versus our logo amanda which doesn't it doesn't tell oh, our story right they they have, are, did they, they have a kickstarter i kind of remember seeing the video going around right before they I launched think their... they might have i think yeah. they might have had a kickstarter out of the gate yeah yeah um oh wait was that it was that was it the first picture I can easily add a Charity picture of us to our cover photo. Yeah. I, um, we need a photo shoot. That's what this comes down to. We need someone. Yeah. We've, you've been talking <laughs> you, about that. But fun photos, right? Not, yeah. so, not the yeah. glam photos. Yeah. No, yeah, they, see, those are cute. That's awesome. Yep. No, they, they do they do a great job. Um, 
and and are great people. So it's it's awesome that they're getting to to do awesome. Oh, the, huh? They're oh. The link is messed up. Well, it's funny. It's Joe. It's oh, also like if we go that. back to our roots and, and what's in our wheelhouse, right? I go back to PBS, right? And our mantra is basically we we bring to people's living rooms uh, ideas, experiences, adventures that they normally couldn't have in real life, right? And that's this is yep. way before COVID, right? Like if you think about our nature channels and our interviews and the coverage from just all across the globe, we literally are bringing this to your living room. So that's what you know, essentially a podcast or any entertainment venue, especially in this virtual new virtual world can, can really offer. And that's why I'm sure when they're doing a road trip and they're even in their minivan and, and doing social distance driveway cocktails or whatever you see, um, that's still something that a lot of us aren't doing right. Or don't have access to, and, and we're not traveling as much as we were or at all. And so I think if Amanda and I can keep that in mind, right? Like what are things that people want access to, or, or memories that they want access to things. What are the assets we can provide that they can't get on their own? Yeah. Yeah, a absolutely. The uh, sense of nostalgia, right? The yep. sense of how things were and, and um, how you experienced them and, and maybe self-identifying with how, you know, their sto their personal stories with your personal story. So yeah, I, uh, I, there's definitely, definitely a lot there. So I, I think that, you know, I think you're both on a, on a very great path uh, to success. I'm looking forward to seeing what you, what you come up with and, and, uh, and run with. Well, thank you. Well, like true to your moniker, you have been super Joe Pardo oh, today. Here. You've been way thank more you. helpful than it. we have been entertaining. So we appreciate oh, I don't, you. I don't know and about thank that. you for your I don't time. Know about that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for both being on the show. Thank it's you for great. your analysis. You're you're welcome. You're uh, welcome to come back on any time. Analysis and tell. I'm just calling it pod therapy. Pod yeah. therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. I have to write that. Let me write that one down there. Um. So yeah, I uh, I'm I'm very happy to help both of you. I'm glad to have you both on. And if you want to be a guest, you I'm talking to you over there. Uh, if you want to be a guest here on the Indie Pod Show uh, and get a free coaching session with me, go over to indiepodcasters.com/guest. I always say these things, and I don't know if the the link is actually the link. <laughs> But it is, it is, it is the link. All right, it Ooh, works. Uh, so indiepodcasters.com slash guest. And there's right now there's two spots open, Wednesday the 11th and Wednesday the 18th. Uh, probably some in December, the 2nd, 9th, and 16th uh, are open. So if you want to wanna get your opportunity, oh, there's their, uh, their, their Instagram where they went to the Grand Canyon. How, how cool is that, taking their, their tour to the Grand Canyon? That's awesome. Oh, wow. But uh, but yeah, so if you want to be a guest, IndiePodcasters.com slash guest. This episode has been brought to you by the IndiePod University. If you want to learn to launch, grow, and monetize your podcast with me, Super Joe Pardo, and a community of dedicated indie podcasters like yourself, go to IndiePodU.com. And uh, also, don't forget in September, I mean, this is a year from now, but September 9th to the 11th, 2021 in Philadelphia, hopefully, fingers crossed, we will be live uh, in our, our next um, IndiePod Con event in person, Icon 7. Go to IndiePodcasters.com slash Icon 7 to learn all the details of that event. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, they've been on sale because they got pushed from last year. Anyway, have a great week, everybody. And uh, I'll see you all next. I think next Wednesday is when we'll be back.